Today on the show, a subtle yet genius move by Notion. Plus, a company we admire that grew its software to 50 million in ARR, fully remote. From my remote setup, it's Abby Sullivan on Wednesday, May 27th, a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, your headlines. It all started with a text conversation. Zapier founders Brian and Wade tossed around the idea of creating the API of all APIs back in September of 2011. They ran with the idea, teamed up with a third co-founder to build it out, presented it at Columbia Startup Weekend, and then Wade quit his job as they sold lifetime access to the initial beta in January of 2012 for $100 to 10 or so customers. Nine years, 2,000 integrations, and $50 million in annual revenue later, and just about everyone in SaaS now integrates with Zapier. But how? The latest case study I found on the SaaS Marketer blog plays this one out for us in depth. From manual recruiting and pure grind to upping SEO without even blogging and creating what they call the ultimate SaaS partnership strategy. And what makes this story even more intriguing right now is that from day one, the Zapier crew has cranked it all out remotely. I will link to this one in your subscriber newsletter if your ears are perked. It's a post that's worth the 10-minute read-through and, in usual SaaS marketer fashion, keeps you engaged from the get-go. And now, we see the freemium neighborhood get a bit busier. Notion, the knowledge management platform, recently removed the biggest limit on its free plan, making it a top contender for anyone in the market for a sophisticated note-taking app or collaboration software. And our very own client strategist and packaging pro, Rob Leturst, you know him, he's that voice reading your SaaS index deep dive each Friday morning, took to his personal newsletter called On Packaging to visit the case. The update, though seemingly subtle, is actually a big deal, he writes. By giving away their personal plan for free, Notion has decided to commoditize personal knowledge management. And this will come with both good news and bad, he says. When asked about the change, Notion's COO, Aksha Katari, said, The biggest motivation is just capturing market share, getting more people to use Notion. The good news? To Akshay's point, they will definitely capture market share. Power users of knowledge management apps saw Notion's 1,000 block limit as a barrier to getting started. By removing this limit for personal users, they're opening the floodgates to a wide audience that has been waiting to try their product. The bad? There will be revenue cannibalization. And Rob says this as an existing personal user who has automatically moved to personal pro and downgraded. I love Notion, he points out. I use it every day, and it's one of my favorite apps, but even I don't want to pay them if I don't have to. With this move, Notion is rewriting the value equation for knowledge management apps. They are effectively telling users that they shouldn't have to pay for a personal knowledge management tool unless they need to collaborate. By commoditizing personal knowledge management, they're putting a ton of pressure on competitors Evernote and Rome to differentiate their personal products effectively or follow Notion upmarket to team products where Notion already has an edge. This move shows that Notion is thinking about the long game. Ultimately, they're trading short-form monetization for market share and the promise of product-led growth down the road as more users learn to use their product. If you're interested in signing up for Rob's newsletter on packaging, you can visit onpackaging.substack.com or head to the link I will include in your Recur Now subscriber newsletter. And for a bit more in the land of free, we see Saster Weekly's newsletter outline strategies they say are working in this new environment we've found ourselves in. The first one, free additions. Although SaaS has sort of come back already, as we've seen with trends in our B2B SaaS index, the world is different, the Saster team writes. Buyers have more time for discovery, but in many cases, budgets are still in transition or on hold. 
So what can work well when buyers have more time is a great free edition. Not crippleware, not a free trial, but a truly excellent free edition that a ton of your pipeline can use right now, even if they can't get the budget just yet. The Saster team appropriately nods to Zoom and Slack, two unicorns in the space that tried this very tactic and needless to say, undeniably soared with it. And now I interrupt this news roundup with a look at today's B2B SaaS index numbers. Although today the overall B2B market is still in the positive percent change realm, we are seeing quite the dip in the MRR gain index, namely new revenue and upgrades, due to a Memorial Day decline and fewer software purchases over the last 48 hours than the norm. MRR loss percentage is at 2.07%, so we're looking all right there, since positive numbers are what we want to see across the board with these three indices. Be sure to check your subscriber newsletter regularly for a full rundown of data. I will catch you right back here tomorrow with the latest. Today's featured user is Sorry, the status page service used to effectively and efficiently communicate about downtime. We all have to be the bad guy sometimes, but with the Sorry app, at least delivering the news is clean, customizable, and reasonably priced. We know downtime can strike at any moment, so you must be ready to be a downtime hero and rescue those users from the darkness. And that is a wrap on your midweek news. More for you here tomorrow. As a reminder, we launched a weekly version of Recur Now, an abbreviated newsletter with the best in each week's news. If you want in on that, instead of your daily roundup, reply to me at abby at profitwell.com and I will get you on that list. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com slash recur. 